You're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. We're talking about three states that a bride must be in when the groom shows up, right? And the last point that I made mention was that the bride must be deep in love. You remember? Yeah, that the bride must be deep in love. So this morning we are starting off by how the bride builds love for the groom. And we are starting with building intimacy with God. Hallelujah. Building, let's put our hands together. Building intimacy with God through waiting on Him. Building intimacy with God through waiting on Him. Waiting on God. Building intimacy. We just don't fall in love with people. Love must be worked on. That's why we keep encouraging Michael Ashete to work on his love. (laughs) To a certain comfort level. So we'll start off with a story, a story of two sisters. I'm not talking about the two sisters at Dome, where they sell the watchy. <laughs> Which is found in Luke 10 from the verse 38 to 42. So are we ready? We are going to read the Bible today. We ready? Okay. Let's start off. One, two, go. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened. Okay. The next verse. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by what? All the presentations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Hey. <laughs> Look at them and said, only one thing. Only one thing is needed. One thing I ask is one thing I seek. That I may dwell in your house 
Implication of spiritual people is that to be spiritual, you have to be antisocial. Yeah, separated, don't talk to me. Uh, I'm in the spirit, keep quiet. The angels is talking to me first. Uh, <laughs> but Jesus was not antisocial. Bible makes us understand that Jesus was in the town, I think it was, he came to do something and decided to go and visit. Hey, look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, be like Jesus. Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Neighbor, be like what? Be like what? Like who? Jesus. And so Bible said that Jesus went to this house of, uh, is it Martha? Martha. Martha, who has a sister, Mary. I don't think I've ever read where one is, the, who is the older or the younger. But from the look, it's possible that Martha is the older and Mary is a younger sister. So Jesus goes home to visit in the house. And Bible tells us, hey, somebody's going to give me the sleep king queen. <laughs> he knows himself. <laughs> no mercy. Let me start. Let me start the day with a bit of mercy. <laughs> he knows. Amen. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. It's too early. 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 Shake your neighbor. It's too early. I clear. Yeah. So Jesus comes to visit, and obviously, they give Jesus seats, and Bible said that. Martha was in the kitchen. Martha was putting things together. From the look of things, it means that Jesus may have come unprepared. 
because he was in town. Remember, those days are not using phone to alert somebody that I'm coming uh-huh, so that you prepare. Because they looked as if they were not prepared. But Jesus had come to fellowship and to spend time. Jesus, like that, the, the guy who said, I'm going to share my downfall. I'm going to look for you. I love you. I've missed you. I'm in town. I want to stop over. But the response of Martha, not but, and the response of Martha, which is natural, is to prepare and to be a good host, right, to your guests. The only challenge was that the guest was already there. The guest was already there. And Martha, in the goodness of her heart, missed it. It's possible for you to be good and miss it. Hallelujah. It's possible for you to go good and miss it. You remember yesterday, Prof said something profound that people, we are, the generation is being confused by the good, 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 but it's not righteous. Yeah. I like that. It, it really was powerful. It means that not all good things that is righteous. So shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's possible for you to be good and still miss it. Look at the one in the face of the person. I'm talking to you. It's possible for you to be good and miss it. Hallelujah. It's possible for you, to, in the goodness of your heart, come to camp and still miss it. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's possible for you to be good and still miss it. So Martha was busy, and the way the Bible put it, she was distracted by good. <laughs> Martha was what? Distracted by good. There are some good things that will come to your life that can distract you from God's ultimate plan. Hey, are you in the house? You're in school. So I don't know how to solve the mathematical equation. So this good brother who can solve the mathematical equation that good brother but I try to realize that good brother has become a distraction <laughs> yeah I mean we can all recount the experience of good people who have distracted us yeah it's true good people have distracted us so you have to be careful of some good in your life amen Shake your neighbor and say, be careful of some good in your life. Be careful, be careful, be careful. Of things that appear good in your life. Don't just stop as it's good. Don't just stop at that place. Is it good? <laughs> now, this is where it becomes as good as serving Martha was trying to do. Serving was distracting her from intimacy. Seven. As of that, seven becomes bad when it takes you away from intimacy with the Lord. When service takes you from intimacy, then the good is tending to be wrong. I mean, the moral of the entire story is what I've just shared with you. Her service was distracting her intimacy. What does it mean? It means that God will go for relationship. 
over association. Hallelujah. God will go for relationship over association. Some of you, you are in CYI by association. But not by intimacy with the Lord. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. You are here because this is a place you get to play the bass. You are here because this is a place that you get to use the camera. Am I making some sense, somebody? Yeah. You are here because this is a place where you are put on stage. But you don't have intimacy. And Jesus says, your service is not right before him. Once you place service over intimacy, you have changed the thing. That God would rather that you are intimate with him are you with me? Guys, hey, see why, see why, see why. It means not if you're not going in intimacy with the Lord. If you are not going in intimacy with God, then association is not helping you. Recently, I was talking to one of my sons and he was explaining why he moved from his church. Initially, I didn't understand. But why he moved from the church where he is. And the reason was because he said, I was not going in, in the Lord. My love for God was not going. And I tell you, I'll submit to you, if you are planted at a place where your intimacy is not going, move. Because intimacy is preferred over association. Association that that's my papa. What is the use of papacy? <laughs> <laughs> where you are not going I'm telling you or this organization is prominent before all men are you growing in intimacy over there amen oh are you in the house shake your as a neighbor we, not, we are not here to do association 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 young people I'll tell you don't be in your father's church. I'm not saying your father being the pastor. But I'm saying... <laughs> don't be in the family church. Don't stay in the family church by association. If that place is not growing you. Neither am I saying that leave the places and say, I'm not going there, I live here and walk That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that if you have observed over time that this place, I'm not growing, trust the Lord, ask the Lord to lead you to a place where you can be planted and grow. Because the Lord will choose intimacy over association. As well, there are some people in certain places serving, but they are wicked people. They are wicked people. They are there. The reason why they are there is they are serving, but they don't have a love for God. So, you see, once you don't have intimacy, you take advantage of all that God puts in your hands for your own benefits. That's what, it, because, you see, 
in intimacy, you see the heart of God. That's what changes us. The more leaders are in the house, hey, leaders are in the house. All the way, those are from Ibiet, all the way back. I'm talking to everybody. Those of you online, welcome. God bless you. I'm talking to you. With that, you see, if you don't grow in intimacy, chances are that you are going to grow selfish. Because you see, doing God's work is service. And it's work. What is going to happen is that you will start seeing the people for your benefits. That's what happens. If you don't have intimacy with God, the people will be for your benefits. And then when you get up, how much can I get from the people? How much can I get them to serve me, to do for me, to come and wash my shoe, come and cook for me, come and... That's how you get up in the morning and say, uh, what are you giving me? My Christmas gifts. How are you blessing me? To the glory of God, and, and this, I'm talking to you, I'm not talking to anybody out there, that, I'm talking to you. Gentlemen, I'm talking... I've never, I've never said that in ministry before. I've never. I've never asked people, what are you giving me? It, don't you see, it is, I'm about to marry, what are you doing for me? They are misunderstanding the message. <laughs> because the people are not there for my benefits. They are not there for my benefit. Sometimes I get to a moment where you're like, recently I was, I was just thinking about it. You see, this is too deep. I can't say it here. Maybe I have to say it with, with the leaders. But that's... <laughs> okay, recently I was just thinking about it. I don't know whether it's me, my mind, wisdom thinking. But I was thinking about it that, Elton, all these years of ministry here, yeah, Youth ministry. Youth ministry is taking care of you, God's children, but they are people's children. I stand to be corrected. But I've never been called by a parent, by anybody, and said, You're taking care of our children, well, what do you need? Not even one parent has done that before. What do you need? So that question is very powerful. What do you want? What do you want? Recently, it was just done on me. Even at best, the parent that will help you, they'll give you money to do the work. Not you. To keep going. But, and, and, and it just done on me that that's why God is giving me sons and daughters who, who are concerned about me. Oh, I'm not making some sense to you. But can you imagine if I'm going about and saying, you should, all these years I work with nobody, the very soon, I have to coin a message where these are the days where you honor the Father. You see why we don't have fathers, we don't have Father honoring day. There's something like that on our calendar. Yes, my birthday, people try to do, and I appreciate that. But we don't have... Because people are not there for my benefits. 
And I realized that when we lose intimacy, all these things creeps in. That makes some sense to you. Yeah. Because our fuel for service comes from love. The fuel for our service is love, love, love. And for you, your love, our love and intimacy, it starts from spending time with God. Hey. Jesus has come to the house and you are in the kitchen. So imagine if Mary was not there. It means Jesus would have been left seated unattended. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Jesus told her that between what you are doing and what your sister is doing, she chose the best part. Because actually, I am here already. I'm here. Me pediani, I'll tell you. I came for you. Hallelujah. That's the reason why I came. It's, it's to spend time with you. Mary lost sight of the fact that what she was working hard to give to the provider. <laughs> the one who provides, you know one time, the guys went to town to buy food and when they came, they were wondering, as Jesus eating? What was Jesus' response? Do you know my food? My food is to do the work. Mary was working out to come and provide for the, to, to the provider. I'm making some sense, somebody. You see, anytime we think our service and things that we do, which, which they have a place, is much more important than our intimacy. That's when we missed it. Your intimacy comes before every soul winning. Look at the one that says, Your intimacy comes before soul winning. Your intimacy. I can't just shake your nose and say, Your intimacy comes before soul winning. It certainly comes before your offering. There are this group of people who will not grow in intimacy, but they are going about giving offerings and seeds and tithes. Hey, are they in the house or they didn't come? <laughs> They're online. <laughs> they are giving their tithes. They are giving their offerings. They are paying their pledges, but they are not going intimacy. Today, I came to tell you that God prefers your intimacy over all those things. Hey, let's put our hands together. Amen. You see, this message, we don't preach it that much because it's so helpful. Verse 2, someone will say, I'm not bringing my, my time because I'm not going in. <laughs> I want to set my prizes. <laughs> but the truth must be said. I've always said that it's better that I'll say the truth even when it hurts. So that the least of all is that God will call me faithful. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God prefers your intimacy over your offering. We must place intimacy where it needs to be. Intimacy with who? With Jesus. Intimacy with who? 
Intimacy with who? Young people, intimacy with who? Jesus. Intimacy. Definition of intimacy, someone said, into me, see. Into me, see. It, says, it gives this description, you know, a zip, like zip bag. You unzip so that you can see what is inside. When we start spending time with God, we are unzipping so that we will know what is inside the Lord. And there's certain level, there's certain things that when you learn on your own, nobody can take it away from you. The process of learning grows your way your, your mind even processes things. Hey, are you me? There's anything when you start reading, I, always, I, can, I can point to you certain books that when I started reading, it shaped and reoriented the way my mind even thinks. It's like it gave me principles that gave me a different sight. In the same way, when you come before God and you're spending time with him, God knows you. He knows how you learn. So he tailor makes the experience of knowing him to you. Oh, am I making some sense? Yeah. But when you don't spend time with God, you have to tag along on how other people have learned from God. If you tell me to come and stand here and rattle and throw scriptures at you, I would have failed your exam before you even told me. Because I'm not like that. I learn uniquely different. Once I get it, it's there. Forever the principle is, is there. I may not even quote it, but I know the, what the principle is. And even its application on various levels, I can see. But I may not be able to quote to you verbatim. But some can look at it and that's it. Yeah, how many of you know uh, uh, Pastor Ninoy? The last time was at Farm Church. I mean, afterwards, we're talking, and I was telling someone, Pastor Ninoy talks as if he quotes the scripture as if he's reading the Bible. What I mean is that, like, literally reading. And then he smiled and said, Yes, he said it's like, exactly like that. He says, When he takes the Bible and he spends time and reads, everything he reads, whenever he's, he's quoting, he sees it the same. It sees exactly the same. That you, you, you don't know how you learn. Say the way it was me too. I'm, I'm going to. Then be, you, you will miss it. Hey, I'm gonna make some sense, somebody. Yeah. You have to spend time with God, and this thing. Listen, listen, guys. Intimacy takes time. Intimacy, time is required. That is why Jesus was telling Martha, "You haven't missed because." This, you don't you don't have ah, yeah, 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 yeah. how do I put it I'm here the same time Mary is using to wait on me is the same time you are using are you getting it the same time Mary is using to receive from me you are using the same time in what you are doing it's the same guys we all have the same time we all have words. Shall we all have words at the same time? Your youthful stage is a very critical stage for you to build certain structures in your life upon which life's future issues will be built upon. Look, if you don't learn how to spend time between now and the next 10 years, the next 15 years of your life, you are going to live life catching your breath. You are going to live life catching. Some of you, your parents are catching their breath. 
I'm telling you, spiritually, they are catching their breath. You know what, what, what I mean by catching their breath? Everything is running away from them, and they are barely catching it just so they can breathe. They catch it small, and then they breathe small. They say, you're me a good dude. And then another thing starts, and then they run after it. Because they never build intimacy with God from their foundation. Check the parent that build intimacy. Check. They are stable. They are like a tree planted by the rivers of living waters. You see that beautiful things are coming, fruits are coming out of their lives. I'm not saying that they are wealthy, extraordinary, but I'm telling you, you can see that their life. One of our sisters shared the story of, of the parents. I think the parents, they knew God when they were, they were young. They knew God when they were young. And they, 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 they got to know each other. And she tells about how the parents, even at their age where they are rich, they can be in a car and still praising God and worshiping God. In the kind, the way they love each other, you can see how their lives have been fruitful. And you can trace it from something they learned years ago, intimacy with God. Our generation, the time for intimacy, you're watching TikTok. And time is going. TikTok. <laughs> this guy is mighty. <laughs> Take. Talk and time is going. And you're watching one video after the other. We went on, you saw just one video, but you realize an hour. That was the same time the Lord is waiting on you. The Lord is waiting on you. Then you come and open your mouth by the end of a year and come and say, Life and I uncle you. Uncle you say, What are you talking about? As for life, there's going on. Life, there's going. Shake your name and say, build intimacy with God. Build intimacy. I, look, shake your name and say, build intimacy. Build intimacy. Hallelujah. Be careful of the distractions, things that distract us from intimacy. Even for me, it reads sometimes. See why it becomes an, a, a distraction for my intimacy. Chairmanship becomes a distraction for my intimacy. Because they have to call you over this, over that, over that, over that. Yeah. Chairmanship. Some of you, you want some reputation. You want to be known. You want some fame. You want share. You, you don't know. Recently, I was, looking at, I was talking to some new born again. I was saying, look, the way I envy you. But you don't understand. So look, I remember those days when I knew God in secondary school. Without much distractions. Man will be walking and just worshiping God. My hands are just lifted. If anybody was following me, they would think I'm mad. I love the Lord. I, sometimes I, I can tell that I love the Lord more than, than even now. I'm telling you. Because sometimes right now when I stand here, <laughs> intent, how do you know the true intent of a thing? The Bible said it's only God's word that is able to divide. And sometimes you can be acting you are not acting your perceived action and your intent they are not the same that's the problem about standing in front why am I preaching am I preaching because I love you because I love the Lord or because I have to do it or because I'm going to be paid those those divides only the Lord can do the Lord is the one that can point and say Roderick this is your true intention but when you don't do, you, you, you don't have any 
reputation and then, then you can ah, yeah, yeah, fall in love with Jesus young people are you in the house before the wife comes before the children comes before all you're going to God is God solve this I need money to do this I need this. before all these things come build intimacy with God are you with me build intimacy today Mr. Nkuma was asleep he came to call him he stepped we stepped late but he came to call him Mr. Nkuma your wife is looking for you sat at door Mr. Nkuma was asleep he went and came, and came, and came calling Mr. Nkuma your wife he was having a dream with the Lord your wife had <laughs> to call your wife is at the door going and that's what happens it's like something's knocking your wife is calling your husband is calling your distance is coming your work is calling some people wish to be here but they can't be here they have to go hey I'm not making some sense to you grow intimacy with God watch are you in the house let me show someone Recently, I, 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 I was sharing one of the podcasts about um, the social experiment. It's a documentary on Netflix, the social experiment. And it talks about social media. And now it is designed. You see the notification you have on your phone? The notification, everything was properly designed to keep you on the screen. It's like everything you see, there's a psychology behind it to keep you on the screen long enough for you to spend your time on it. Now, why do they do so? One, they want to know what your interests are so that they can redirect your interests. So anytime you take your phone and you're using your phone, the things you like the things you stay more than a minute on, it's the timing. There's a, there's a timing. So it looks at how many minutes you stayed on a particular subject. So for instance, you see a girl comes on and she has done this and the bottles halfway is this one. And then you stayed more than two minutes on it. And a shoe comes and then you just go like this. The system has read, okay. The interest is... The bottles. So what they are going to do now, the system is going to suggest more bottles and all the association of bottles. The association of bottles. So it just doesn't give you more of that, but all the things that is related to promoting it, pushing it, and making it of interest to you. So what you are not realizing that anytime you start using the phone, not only is information about you is being picked, they are also now redirecting what you are interest should be mm. then you are just online as well if you want to if you want to control your your this thing use turn off all your notifications turn off all your notifications because you can be here while you are here and your uh, snapchat notifications on beeping 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 that's it it's distraction turn off all your notifications mm. It's a hard thing. 
But here's the, let me show you. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. It's submission. In spending time with God, what God grows or develops in us is submission towards him. It's submission, I'm saying submission. You see, to grow in intimacy with God, you have to sit. Well, that's what I say, you have to sit. It means you have to create time. But that's what Mary did. Time, sitting. Now, in each man, I'm talking about man in general sense, in each human being, there is what we call the seed of rebellion. There's a seed of what? Rebellion. Yeah. Some of you, that seed shows up all the time, but you don't realize. You're going to the kitchen. They said, sit here. They said, no, me paha. It's a, seed, it's a seed of rebellion. That very thing that made Adam go against God's will, that seed of rebellion is in all of us. It's one of the things that makes a woman not submit to the husband. The place has gone quiet. It's not that your husband is not perfect. Whoever gets a, a perfect husband? Nobody. But the matter becomes worse because you yourself, you're a rebellious person. Hey, I'm preaching, oh, I'm preaching, I'm preaching. <laughs> and for the seed of rebellion to be dealt with, you have to be at the feet of Jesus. Especially men. Men, are you in the house? Yes. Men, are you in the house? Yes. You have to even be careful because in every man is a desire to rule. In every man is a desire to rule because God created the man first. Even though when he created him, the woman was in him, God created the man first. And God put the man over the woman even though they are equal. So in every man, there is that uh, part of them that wants to be like God. That wants to be like God. How? To govern, to rule. But you cannot express the true power of authority without true submission to the one who gave it to you. So you have a lot of men, you see their face and all that, but they are not submitted to God. Because the seed of rebellion is so weak. A lot of, lot, of, lot of men feel like God has got in five, you are serving God. Yeah. A lot of men, they've said, hmm. some of you here, you, 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 you are too hard to be emotional. <laughs> and some of you are hard, hard, hard. It's just, true. it's just rebellion, that's all. That's all. Yeah. It's just, you are just like that. Some of this, you don't even have to grow. You can see in a child, when a child is rebellious. They don't know much, but just what they know. I've said something. (laughs) Shake your neighbor, if you're sitting by a guy, tell you, you don't know much, but what you know, you think is enough. Shake the guy, tell you, you don't know much. What do you Especially when they start from 14, 15. That is, something started becoming a bit longer than it, it, it started. 
That's it. With some here, some uh, what called hair be showing some places. That's all. The guy cannot be cannot be instructed. You can't tell them do this. Can't tell. They have their own way. When you are talking to them, you are talking to a wall. Yes, what Some of them are here. We are preaching to them, but they're not listening. It's rebel. Look at the guy that says, Don't be rebellious. Don't be rebellious. Oh, shake the one that says, Don't be rebellious. Pastor Fraga tells you to come. He said, Pastor Fraga, why? You, at this time, you are calling me. You, you, you don't know submission. You don't know submission. He said, Pastor Fraga, because that's said, Fraga, come in. You think, yeah. Or we five. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. Look, men, men, are you in the house? Men, are you in the house? To truly express God's authority, it must first come with submission. It must first come with submission. That is why when we read the Bible, the Bible said Christ is the head of every man. Not some men. So Christ is the head of every man. And then the man is the head of the, the wife. And he said the man is the head of all women. All women. The, the wife. The man is the head of the wife. But Christ is the head of all men. Men, are you in the house? Yes. Uh. You may have a hair like a <laughs> swift. <laughs> Before this, it was as if he was, he was putting on taku. You know taku? Kishri, kishri. But Christ is still his head. Christ is the head of all men. Ask him about Swift is a dangerous man to be under if Christ is not leading him. Yeah. Women, look, get, let this get to your head. If the, if the man is not submitted to Christ, it's a very dangerous instrument. From beginning, you, you look as if it's on your side. But I'm telling you, you are part of the agenda. Very soon to show. Because he hasn't learned to submit to Christ. You'll be part of the lands he wants to conquer and rule over. Hey, are you in the house? Tell about sit at the feet, sit at the feet, sit at the feet, sit at the feet, sit at the world, sit at the world, shake your legs, sit at the feet of Jesus, sit at the feet of Jesus. Sit at the feet of Jesus. People who have not dealt with rebellion can use service as a tool to cover up the underlying rebellion in their lives. See, some people enter to places and all they are looking for is a place to stand and a ground to stand to, to rebel. That's what they're looking for. From the beginning, look as if they are on the side of they are on their side by some true. They are just looking for a place where when they throw their listen, 
Are you with me? Yeah. Look, never trust somebody who's not submitted to Christ. No, never trust them. Even there are those who come like sheep in wolf coat. They come using religion. I said, those that use a lot of religious talk. Don't trust a religious talk without a submitted life. Don't. I prefer that. It's, I like the way Gary put it. He said, the little we know, let's do it. It's better than the much we know, but we don't do. And at the feet of Jesus, trust me, Jesus will not load you with more than what you can take. Every day, spend time with Jesus. Every day, spend some time with Jesus. Every day, spend some time with Jesus. Trust me, if you spend some time with Jesus every day, that seed of sexual immorality in your loins. Yeah, there, you're always dreaming about touching a breast. Look, you need intimacy. Intimacy with Jesus. Intimacy with Jesus. <laughs> Come and touch the cross. <laughs> Shake the guy and say, touch the cross, not the breast. (laughs) Tell me, touch the cross, not the breast. (laughs) Hallelujah. Mm. We give God glory. Yeah. Remember, the word of God reveals the heart of God. Whatever is in a man's heart, soon he will express it in words. When we spend time with Jesus, he will express in words what is in his heart to you. Amen. And you will know the will of God without struggle when we we are found in intimacy. Whatever we long for, okay, let me put it this way. The first thing we, we, we obviously um, encounter when we start spending time with God is we encounter his word, right? And whatever we long for, it takes the word to satisfy. Um, you're in a relationship with somebody. Something's troubling you. You see, they're going to use words to say it. I'm not happy. What is your first response? It's well. Or it will be okay. Honey, I love you. You'll be fine. Babe, we shall be okay. Babe, you shall be okay. What I'm saying is that you're going to express in words and you're going to get words coming in to bring healing and hope to you. Now, when you are not found in intimacy, how is the word that is going to begin the process of healing come? You are wounded, but you're not found in intimacy. So how is the word that is going to heal your wounds? How is it going to come? So you see, what you're going to get is that chances are that 
you are going to be there and then you have been calling your pastor. I need to talk to you. You call one, you call two, you call three, doesn't pick up. You say, you see these men of God. They, they are not there for us. Yeah, we're, we're. And then by the time you realize now you are disgracing your man of God. That they are not there. Hey. You, the men of God, they are not the Holy Ghost. So. Men of God are not Holy Ghost. Still look at one and say, men of God are not Holy Ghost. They are not Holy Ghost. It's only the Holy Ghost who can be everywhere at every time. And you call him, yeah, we are met. Look, if your call doesn't come to my phone, I haven't heard you. As of if your call coming to my phone, I'm not in the mood, I don't pick it. I've told you my mind, my casual. <laughs> ah, it's all your phone. Do you buy it for me? Even if you bought it for me, now it's mine. I'll choose to pick it or not to pick it. It's my same color as in the phone. <laughs> so don't start your Christianity on that. Go to God. Whatever you're going to, and this look. Don't be going to God when you're in trouble. Build the behavior of going to God all the time. Even what is on your heart, you see that you find, you find yourself expressing to him and then you will express by words the healing and grace you need. Oh, am I making some sense, somebody? That's the way, look. We need to... Amen. I also will come and handle how to have a quiet time. When you have a quiet time, you can say, I do it. No, we need to, look, all of us need to, even myself. One of the, I'll be honest with you, one of the sad things about going CY to where we are, for me, is that over a period of time, I've, I lost some disciplines to spending time with God. This is, this is me coming out. <laughs> out of the closet. I'm coming out of the closet, and be honest. This is my accountability. Sometimes when I look at my leaders, I cry inside and I say, I hope they don't do the same thing. Because you become so busy. So busy. And it's, I always say, it's one thing I miss about not being the chairman of Siwa. That's spending time. Are you guys with me? Look, let's go back to intimacy daily. Treat your intimacy with God, price it above anything. Put your phone off, put your phone on silent, put everything away. And spend time with Jesus. Say, Jesus, I've come. I want to be wise like Mary, choosing the better part. Amen. Shake your neighbor and say, Neighbor, we'll do it. 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 Oh, shake your neighbor and say, We'll do it. We will. Are we doing it? Are we doing it? Is it good? My boy is that guy's agent too. Oh. Uh. Uh. Fafa, 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 Fafa. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Intimacy starts with loving God. Intimacy and loving God start respecting God enough to wait on his word. That's where it starts from. Intimacy or loving God starts with respecting God enough to wait on his word in devotion. 
Respect God enough. In other words, when Martha was inside the room doing what she was doing, she didn't respect God that much. We must learn to be still in God's presence. We must learn to wait on God. Now, get this. The creator of the universe who all humanity cries to, the creator of the universe, (laughs) who's supposed to be busier than us? Even come. You see, Jesus knew everything while he was sitting, when he came to um, their, their house. Jesus knew everything, knew the issues, what was coming, his, his dying time is coming. Jesus' mind must be filled a lot. But yet he cleared his mind just to come and spend time with them. So if the most busier person clears his shadow to spend time with you, you who have just about three score and a ten to live. You can't be that busy. You can't be that busy. God simply was before time began. But we find it difficult to spend time to, to spend ten minutes with him. Before even time was put in place. And after he has created time, put us in, we can't even give him 10 minutes of it. <laughs> what are the things that distract us from intimacy? One, our created priorities. There are three things. One, our created priorities. What are those? I have to do this. I have to go here. I have to be with somebody. Our created priorities. I have to go to a wedding. So the first thing is the priorities we create. Now, I want you to get it. It is your created priority. It's not as important as you make it. You have made it that important. That's what I'm saying. It is your created priority. So if you are going back, if you want to go back to intimacy, then we should go and look at the things we have prioritized. For instance, are you in the house? We all see learn, uh, schooling as important, right? University, you have to go to school. You have paid big money, you have to go to school. Now, while you are in school, school still is not, it's not more important than the time you spend with God. Now, let me tell you. Because spending time with God is so important to you, your lecture starts at, let's say, 7 a.m. It takes you one hour to prepare. If you're a lady, two hours, because one hour is your week. Lectures is at seven. So what do you do? You start, you wake up around two hours before that will be what? 5 a.m. So you get up maybe about 4.30 because it's so important to you that the other ones cannot stop it. That's the way it works. But because it is not a priority to you, others always come to take its place as a priority. So don't tell me you don't have time. It's just on the priority. Don't tell me uh, assignment has, has come to... No. Spending time is not a priority to you. Don't tell me your boss has given you an assignment. No, it's a surprise. If it means you set an alarm to do it at 3 a.m., get it done. 
Hey, am I making some sense, somebody? Shake your name and say, neighbor, this is a word for you. This is a word for you. Some of you, this is your deliverance. This is your deliverance. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, our toys. Toys. I'm talking about th- three things. Is it three, or three things that hinders us from building intimacy. I said first what? Our priorities. Second, our toys. 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 T O um Y S. Hey, our toys. Your phone is a toy. What I mean, our toys, our means of entertainment. Yeah, our toys. Yeah. News at six or whatever. You decide. These things are your own. You are the one who makes it. Yeah. And for us, that generation, I've already, I've already said it. Our number one distraction to intimacy is a phone. That's why sometimes when somebody comes to you and says he wants, you, he wants a new phone, sometimes I always tell people, why do you need a new phone? I always tell people, why do you need a new phone? You don't need a new phone. Already the phone is a problem. Now you're going for a new one, one that will make you spend more. You carry it like a, a gold wherever you go. So when you buy a new phone, you know the way we treat the phone. You're always wiping the surface. <laughs> like, like our parents or grandparents. The phone that they get it, they, 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 they take it and they wipe the surface. And nobody's calling them. <laughs> Your toys. Games. FIFA boys. FIFA boys. Xbox and all. Is that still Xbox? Well, basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it is your instruments, musical instruments. You haven't taken the Bible to read, you are playing your instrument already. Take your Bible, spend time with you. I'm going to get some sense, somebody. Yeah, be careful. Listen, be careful of your toys. We live in a world where right now people are trying to get intimacy through toys. The word to the matured. Yeah. So the real thing, the real human being, the real person, they throw it away. As of us, the real person is there searching a toy, bro. What a shock. Shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, be careful of your toys. Be careful. Be careful of your toys. Some of you, these toys you enjoy, they are the reason why you're going to marry. Your wife, when you see the breast, the woman is a toy for you. <laughs> Baby, it's all about you. It's about what you're carrying, the toys. I want to play. I want to be comforted. Let me, let me, let me. <laughs> That's how some, women, some men are using their wives. Their wives are toys to them. But there's no true intimacy. There's no true intimacy. I bloody. Yeah. Come and give me what I want. Hold me the way I want. 
Amen. <laughs> Tell everybody, be careful of your toys. Be careful of your toys. Be careful of your toys. And then the last one. Our feelings or emotions. Some of you trust your feelings and emotions about the truth. I like the way someone say emotions are unreliable or feelings are it's unreliable. Don't put your trust in them. Today I'm supposed to do your quiet and get up. I don't feel. Yeah. Tell your feeling feelings way and now it's all your day nor your time. It's Jesus' day and time. So sit somewhere. I'm not in the mood. We are going to read the Bible. I don't feel it. We'll read it. You're back kind until you feel like you're doing it. Am I making some sense? Some of you, the reason why you're not even intimate with people because your, your feelings always seem to come in the way. Today you meet them, you're not, you don't feel like it, so you don't smile. Tomorrow when you feel like it, now you want to smile. Who built a relationship with somebody so unreliable and so emotionally driven to them? I'm like, eh. Like, be serious. Be serious. Life is not, look, if life is led by feelings, we are all in trouble. Like by this time, since camp, we've had, some people have had more sex than, hey. I'm telling you, if we are led by our feelings, don't let the cross, don't let the cross deceive you. If we are led by our feelings, we would have hung the cross somewhere. Hallelujah. There's something greater than our feelings. Look at your neighbor and say, there's something greater than feelings. There's something greater than feeling. Hallelujah. You cannot grow in intimacy with Jesus led by your feelings. Especially now after COVID. More Christians are led by their feelings. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like. I don't feel like. Online. Meanwhile, online people, all, all online congregations are all sleepers. They sleep. They sleep. So now, yes, some of them are choosing a service for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Some of them praying online, their prayer is typing amen. I believe it. I receive it. They say, I pray, I pray with this man of God. I do this. I'm an online. Hey, shake your name and say, that thing, that animal, God doesn't know that animal. Shake your name and say, God doesn't know that animal. Ah, there's physical meeting there, you say online. Your feelings is getting the best of you. Get up, dress up, and show up. Hallelujah. Yeah, get up, dress up, and show up. Get up, dress up, show up in church. It's all part of the discipline of becoming a spiritual person. Hallelujah. Stop those I don't feel are online. I'll do online. You do what online? Okay. You do The pastor too will also start online. Online counseling, online service, online. Don't come. No. When you're somebody that will do online service so that they bury, they, bury, they bury your person. Online marriage, online. You will stand in your room. What kind of foolishness is that? Shake your name and say, stop that foolishness. Shake your name and Oh, shake the wine, tell the person deliverance is coming. Stop that foolishness. Get up, dress up, and show up. Get up, dress up, and what? And show up. Hallelujah. In the morning, get up, 
Dress up. Show up. Say, Jesus, I'm here. I'm here. Sit up. Something. Say, Jesus, I'm here. Can, can I fall in love with you today? I, I, want, I want to love you. I, I, I want to, to experience your love. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Are you in the house? Yeah. yeah. Emotional chameleon. You're always emotional. So let's quickly look at how to deal with distractions. One, set priorities. Set priorities. Intimacy with God is above every, every other thing. That's one priority you set. Write it on your phone. Write it somewhere. Your room, paste it on the wall. Intimacy with God is, 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 um, is above every other. You have to determine ahead of time what is important to you. You have to determine ahead of time what is important to you. So first, set priorities. And then the second, you have to make every effort to move away from distractions. There are certain things you can't change them. You just have to move away from them. In your house where the TV is, you can't move the TV. But you can move away from the TV. Does it make sense? Aha. Uh-huh. Move away from the TV. Or some of you, I think one of the things that some of, some of my, some people do is that the phone, because they don't want the phone to, to, to worry them, the night before they go and charge their phone, phone in another room. Or sometimes can leave the phone in another room. So you can go and leave the phone in your mother's room. So that you wake up in the mornings without, you say, hey, if you're a believer and then you, hey, your mother's room, hey, then you have a problem with your righteousness. Yeah. Can I go here? Look, if you're a believer here and I cannot look through your phone, there's some problem with your righteousness. You're having a problem with righteousness and holiness. I'm telling you, even password has a password. Every, <laughs> every way he passes a word holding you back. You pass here, believe The next your pictures. What is, what is in your pictures that there's a password? And someone said, I don't want people nosing about. Okay, are you aware that God's eyes are on you? God is nosing about you. He asked he doesn't even blink. <laughs> so if you listen, having passion and things shows that you don't you have no regard to God. Because it means that man you have regard for, but God don't have regard for him. That's why you're keeping sin. My phone is a phone that anybody can go through. They don't go through, but they can. Because my phone is a ministry thing. But they can go to your phone. I can tell you that this is just that if somebody should steal you and I'm in trouble. But I can tell you the password. The password you're going about to do is say, put him fadi with mommy. You tell me what they're doing the password. It's like they're writing the whole code. It's a code. It's a code. I'm telling you, it's a code. One of my boys came to my to my house one time. I asked, me when he comes, accountability. I just can ask your phone. Bring your phone. Yeah. 
Yeah. The other one cried that when you go there, you, you can't even tell where they have been. I don't want to mention somebody you don't know. Ah. Uh, but this guy said to show me your listen. Hey. I said, hey. And there's a, a secret of the world. I said, it's on your phone. Hey, he's an IT guy. Look, don't leave. Listen, listen, listen. That feature to hide, that feature of, of uh, what do you call that thing? Pa- pass and those things. Is to help you hide stuff. It's to help you hide stuff. What does it look like if you never had that on the phone? Can you imagine what it looks like if you had a phone where you can never hide anything? How will live so clean? Because there's no need for me to do something that I'm never proud of because it can be found out. So we start living based on that. So if you are here, you have multiple passcodes to this thing. Stop it. You are growing, you are growing a life of secrecy. Bible said there's nothing that is hidden that cannot, God will not make it plain. Sometimes that thing, I wonder how it looks like. Whether someday God will have a big screen. TV say, hey, Meshe, be a Meshe. Move away from distraction. Write this down. As long as it depends on you, wake up before everybody else. As long as it depends on you and you can, wake up before everybody else. That's one of the ways by which you deal with distraction. Your nosy your small sister, wake up before her. Your, your daughters, once they, once they wake up, daddy this, daddy this, hold me. Mm, this. So you make sure that you wake up before they do. Um, what's his name? Kingdom man, Tony Evans, was talking about when he became born again. No, his father. When his father became a kingdom man and all those became um, uh, summoned after God, he had a very difficult wife. The wife was very difficult and very distracting. But he said once the man, he said the father, once he became born again, he really changed. So, because he knows that the wife will be troubling him, he will get up early before the wife gets up. And he says sometimes, even on the stairs, case stairs, that's where the man is seated and studying and writing and getting to know God. So one time when the man was having intimate time with God, then the wife came with tears in her eyes. He said, look, I've done everything I can to trouble you. And you still love me and so patient with me. That's when the wife became born again. Yeah. So let's spend time with God. In conclusion, in commending Mary, Jesus never said what Martha did was irrelevant. He never said that. But it was unnecessary at that time. He never said it was irrelevant. He was just saying that it was unnecessary at that time. The challenge that Martha had was priority. Right? Is our intimacy with the Lord comes before works. Intimacy should be the motivation for labor. Intimacy should be our motivation for labor. Nothing must become a distraction in our time with the Lord. Amen. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Let's put our hands together. Thank you for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms 
The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at connectcyi. And Facebook is Christ for Youth International. <laughs>